Hi and welcome to The Expansive. This is episode number 110. My name is Eric Kruger. I'm an author, facilitator and keynote speaker. And as always, I'm joined by my ever elegant co-host, uh, currently situated in Dubai, then Thailand, then Greece, uh, John Sonic. John, <laughs> how are you doing, brother? Um, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for my travel agent, Eric Kruger. <laughs> for uh, scoping out the next few months for me. Uh, yes, hello, how's it, everybody? Uh, my name is John. I'm also an author, facilitator, and speaker. Somebody said to me the other night over dinner, his name is Willie. Hello, Willie, or as I call him, William now. He said, it's nice to listen to two people that think about subjects so deeply. So thank you so much for that compliment. And uh, I guess that is what Eric and I do. You know, I think that's what shared our friendship is having this connection of really just taking some topics and being fascinated with them and just diving deeper into them. And this is exactly what we do on this podcast. So welcome to it. If it's your first time, welcome to The Expansive. If you've been with us before, you know all about us. So we want to get straight into the topic. What sort of uh, news uh, highlights have you seen this week, Eric, that have excited you? Yeah, so um, the biggest one that was kind of strange to me is that TikTok has now changed their upload limit to 10 minutes. So for those who haven't, what? yeah. So for those who haven't used ten, uh, link, uh, TikTok before, um, usually you could upload 15 seconds, 30 seconds, and I think the longest was sort of three minutes. And then now, all of a sudden, yeah. you can upload all the way to 10-minute-long videos. That's kind of that's, that's like, so that's weird. A strange move. But that it's called TikTok, not TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's weird because, you know, you remember Twitter was 140, then it became 280. Now it's like, you know, that's a, now you can put a thread together. Mm. So I guess people want freedom more than anything else. And I suppose TikTok brought about that idea of like quick, but now it's evolved to people wanting a little bit more. Maybe. You know, but I, I can't see it succeeding because they've conditioned you to the point where like you are waiting for that next flick. Yes. Like that's the, I, I totally understand the push to 10 minutes. Um, YouTube is doing phenomenally well with longer content. But the thing is, mm. when I go to YouTube, I expect to watch longer content. Yes. When I go That's onto right. TikTok, I, I can't see myself, like, I, I think I'll almost get a bit, like, um, anxiety ridden if I'm watching a video for three, four minutes. I know I need to flick to the next one. Like, I, like I know there's something else waiting, another dopamine hit waiting. But now you're keeping me watching one video. I, I, I just don't see it working. Like, we've been too conditioned to, to like, Flick the screen. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I've even gotten to the point when I'm watching TikTok and a video that I know what's going to happen. I'm like, I, yeah. I, I've even, I've even gone past waiting for it to finish. I'm like, I know that one. I know this one. It's horrible, eh? Jeez, what has happened to us? <laughs> anyway, so that's yeah. that, that's TikTok. On your side. Um, well, look, I mean, obviously, I'm very excited. Well, not excited, but I'm, I'm relieved that uh, Russia and Ukraine are in peace peace negotiations. Mm. And I think it's amazing that they are in peace negotiations, but uh, oh, it's just a sad world where we have these people with old ideas really impacting everyday people. And I was speaking to a friend this morning, Michael, and he was saying to me that in his, in his business, his office has 43 people working in that office and the head office of his business wants to close that office. And he's like, dude, we can't. These are real people, mm. real jobs. What are we going to close this business for? Because they've got, they didn't want this war, but they're sitting in Moscow. So now they're stuck having to, like, I don't know, put up with their leader being in war, them losing a job. I mean, it's just, it's a ridiculous mm. notion, you know, really. 
Um, I really hope that war is over forever and ever. These uh, older people with their older ideas need to really just get on with it and allow younger people with new ideas and energy to come into play. And I love watching leaders that are young and dynamic and really aren't caught up with the money. They're more caught up with adding value. I mean, you've seen that guy, Sam something. He's a the guy who arbitraged Bitcoin between America and Japan for a few years oh, yes. was transferring $100 yeah. million dollars. And now he's worth $22 billion, shame. And uh, what, what, you, what you were saying in the interview is like what they said to him, what are you going to do with your money? He's like, give it away. Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm not even here for that. And Mr. Beast, they were saying, what are you going to do with your money? So they'll build uh, homeless shelters and give people with homeless problems uh, some solutions. And this is Elon Musk, you know, also. Like, these are the new generation of leaders. These are the new generation that... You know, they live in a different world. They're not coming from scarcity or war or trauma that these older leaders unfortunately have. And we're having to deal with the after effects of bad childhoods like Donald Trump and uh, people taking offense for no reason at all, uh, Putin. So, like, it's like, ugh, come on, man, let's move on. But so tell me, today we have a next, before we get yeah. to that, um, how closely, like, yes. from, a, like from a, a almost a personal sanity point of view, um, and a, a content diet point of view, how closely have you been following the war? Because as you said, no. that, I realized that I, I actually haven't been following it at all. No, no. Okay. I just saw on Instagram, somebody, there was a post that said they're now going into negotiations. Mm. So no, not at all. Look, uh, wh- one, of the, one of the things I've done is whatever you give energy to, you grow. Mm. If you give energy to the war, it's going to give in more. And, and, and that they, they're continuously saying different this to that breaking news. No, 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 I'm not engaged. I don't care. Um, I feel bad for the people. I want to send compassion to that space. Uh, not so much engaged in the drama of it. Um, but I'm just happy that they're getting some sort of solution that that's mm-hmm. happening. And I, and I did watch this interview a while back and um, the guy was saying Putin made a, a major mistake. He didn't realize he was going up against a whole country that wasn't willing to let go. Mm. And you can't win a war when a whole country is like, is it? No, no, it's not happening yet. <laughs> you, the energy is just too powerful. And when you think about the Russian forces, they just didn't have the energy. There was no hatred. There was like nothing that they were fighting for. And in fact, that's funny. It reminds me of a friend of mine, Joe, who was in the Iraq war, an American guy. And he, and he, was, in, uh, he, was, a, uh, he was in the army. And he said when he got there, he started to realize that they had no purpose being there. Mm. He says all they were doing there was uh, protecting the oil fields so that they could pump more oil out. And he realized this is not why he came here. He was coming here to fight for a purpose. He says there was no purpose mm. here. It was money. And he lost all faith in America, the war, and left America. Sure. He now lives in Johannesburg. Yeah. <laughs> so it's exactly that, you know. Um, I also, like, I, I, I don't follow at all, um, but I realized that actually just in general my content diet regarding current affairs is actually quite slim like i try and take in just what i need to mm. um because i feel like it overwhelms us so quickly because there's just so many things happening all the time um but then what i also want to say is like do you know zelensky's history yes like i, I almost feel like that deserves yes. a, a podcast episode on its own the fact that like well look you're a comedian yeah. that plays the yeah. role of or oh, you're an actor yeah. that like a comedian yeah. that creates a, a show, a sitcom that's about this, like the showman becoming a president. And then what do you become? A president. Like, dude, dude. <laughs> so I love the fact about you brought up Zelensky because it's really motivated me to think about a new business. Um, and so let me give you the pitch and the sort of the, the, the big picture and then uh, we'll dive in. Anybody who's got investors out there, 
get them to get hold of me because uh, we're looking for somebody who is keen on this idea. So here it is. That's so funny that this came up. This is so awesome. You know, I've been actually pitching it to a few people the last few days. So let's start from the top. Zelensky plays a president on TV for two years, the most watched series in Ukraine, and then it becomes president, right? You then have Donald Trump, who played the boss in The Apprentice, and then for seven seasons, he was the boss, and then he became president of America. Then you have um, Christopher Reeve, the original Superman, that worked a lot with paraplegic people and then became a paraplegic. And so <clears throat> we realized that, you know, um, very thin slither be between realities. And the more we spend time in that reality creation process, the more it starts to morph in with our existing reality. So I, let's bank those three stories. Uh, let's go on to Joe Dispenza. So what Joe Dispenza does every time you go to his meditation retreats, and I've been to three, and I urge you, Eric, to come with me to the next one, but definitely everybody who's listening should definitely try and go at least to one. But I, the minute he opens up Europe plans, I'm going again. But what he does before you go to his meditation retreats <clears throat> is he, he gets you to build something called the mind movie. And a mind movie is pictures of things that you want, pictures of the reality that you want to live. And it's just quite a, it's just a static, maybe a, like a, a PowerPoint slide that you're creating. And, you, and you're creating like, I don't know, 10, 15 of them. And so before you go to his retreat, you have to do that. And if you haven't done it, he's got a whole room that helps you set up your mind movie. Now, let's talk about Dr. Joe Dispenza's theory. And his theory is all about the brain waves that we have. And we have five brain waves. The brain waves are beta, which is where we are right now in a sort of uh, analytical process in a conversation. Alpha, when you're watching TV or going for a run or um, even, in fact, playing a very simple TV game, your brain goes into an alpha state, which is quite relaxing. But what I usually do is I play a TV game and listen to a podcast on a, on a plane. And just that playing the TV game is very like Space Invaders, very simple, but I'm, I'm, my brain is relaxed to be able to take in information. And then you get theta, which is between awake and asleep. And then you get delta, which is sleep. And then you get gamma, which is bliss, which is people that meditate 30 years who can get that. Let's talk about theta. And let's talk about beta and alpha. So what beta and alpha do is they give us access to a three-dimensional reality that is governed by Newtonian science and our five senses. So all of our realities is based on this very dense reality called 3D or third dimension. And in Newtonian science, what you have is they have a rule that says for every action, there's a reaction. But when you go into a theta brain state, and all of Joe Dispenza's meditation spends the first 10 minutes or so putting you into theta, so that in theta, when you're in accessing 4D, as he calls it, or fourth dimension, the rules of science change. The rules of science, they are quantum. And instead of Newtonian going for every action as a reaction, in quantum, the action is the reaction. It's immediate because there's no time or space. And so what he does in his meditation retreats is he puts you into a state of theta, and then he says, pull out your phone, pull out your laptop, and start watching your mind movie so that you are becoming um, you, you, you're very much in a receptive state to watch that reality creation being happening on your mind movie, okay? Now, if we had to add technology to where we are today, and we have to think about that in a much sort of deeper way, have you ever been into the Oculus uh, App Store, Eric? Um, 
I haven't been into the app store. Oh, yeah, I've played lots of VR. Okay, so if you when you go into Oculus or if you go into um, what's the other one from Microsoft, Hololens, they got app stores, so you can go in and you can choose a fighting game or a I don't know, meditation app or whatever. So this app is going to be called Future Memories, and it's going to be made up of a back end that will be almost like a website development back end, but the front end of a Unreal Engine, of a game gamification engine. And so what you'll be able to do is in categories choose different scenes that you can create. So, for example, uh, let's say you want to be uh, on stage in uh, New York. And so what you can do is you can drag and drop yourself, drag and drop a crowd, drag and drop whatever it is, like you do with a website these days. And then the real engine will use that information that you put in there to create a three-minute, one-minute movie, whatever it may be. We haven't got the specifics yet. And so in categories with relationship, with money, with um, career, with uh, family, whatever the body, whatever the case may be, you can drag and drop and create a future memory scenario about your life. Now you put the headset on, you choose the future memory app, and we spend 10 minutes putting you into theta brain state. And in the theta brain state, your movie of your future memories start playing out for you. And so for 20 to 30 minutes a day, you can spend your mornings in your future in a state of theta so that you can create your reality faster. So what is it? It's a combination of quantum science, it's a combination of technology and spirituality because you have to understand that you have to alleviate yourself of three dimensions. You have to alleviate yourself of the five senses. You have to alleviate yourself of Newtonian science. Put yourself into a state of quantum access, 4D, no space and time. Use technology to create the world that you want to live in. And there, in that way, you get to spend 20 to 30 minutes every morning in your future using all those technologies. Mm. That is your future memories. What do you think, like Eric? It. Well done. Well done, dude. Um, why am I only getting the pitch now? I feel like I should have been the first. I don't, I, I, yeah, you're right. But anyway, you're right, you're right. we'll I put that aside. We'll, we'll unpack that yeah. on another <laughs> podcast. Don't get upset. Don't get upset. Don't get upset. Don't get upset. Listen, so, um, yeah. so it, in, in essence, it's a meditation app, right? Like a, the meditation app it's of a, the future. It's a, me- it's, a, it's a dream board on steroids with uh, jet fuel. Okay. Cool, I like it. Um, I have a question for you though. And we spoke about this mm. the other day offline and we were saying like we, mm. we don't quite have the answer yet and I'm, I'm wondering if you've given it some more mm. thought. Maybe you do have an answer now. Mm. Yeah. Which is that very often um, you'll come across people who meditate themselves to death. Um, they are they are doing this mm. exact thing over and over and over and mm. they are busy with affirmations and they are busy like vision boarding and they are seeing their futures mm. in their mind mm. but yet like they it's like they never reach it right like it's like that reality mm. just doesn't come so yeah so what do you think is like what why is it happening what is happening there and because if that's the case then doing this exercise doesn't actually help well, look, I think, uh, firstly, some people are just naturally better at this, just the way they made up. Like, you know, some people are just physically stronger, better, more flexible. Just that's, that's how they're made up. And other people, I remember when I was a bodybuilder, Mark Schneider, my friend, there was this guy called Brett at the gym. And Brett used to train so hard, but his just, body just wasn't a bodybuilder. And Brett and Mark used to say to me, I'm embarrassed to tell him that I don't think bodybuilding's for you, bro. Like, stop bodybuilding because it just it, your body doesn't react like it should. 
And I think some people are just naturally more inclined to, without even realizing creating a reality that just they have got the right mindset for it. And other people don't, and they have to work on it. I think what this business does, what Future Memories does, it gives you the tools that could make it easier for you to integrate into your future. Now, if you think about Zelensky, he created a reality that the whole country bought into. And so actually everybody created that reality in a, in a collaborative manner. And so I think the, 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 the state of alpha that everybody was watching the TV show in definitely got them to think about him being president and making it a real for them. So I, I think so the, to answer your question, some people are just naturally inclined. Some people aren't just like fitness. And this tool will just make it easier for you to get into a state of theta and to actually have fun creating your reality mm. and spending time in it. You know, um, I think people, if you, if you haven't done a Joe Dispenza meditation before, where you get dropped into the different levels, I don't think you can appreciate mm. how powerful that is. Because I remember, like very distinctly, meditation before doing Joe Dispenza stuff and after. And I remember yes. the frustration I always felt before because it felt to yes. me like I was sitting down and I had to focus on one thing or I had to clear my mind or whatever the, the, the topic yeah. was or whatever. And it just didn't work. It just like, it just felt uncomfortable yeah. and frustrating. And then mm. once you start doing the, the Joe Spencer one, like even if you kind of scatter brain for the first 10 minutes where he's like making you notice mm. all these things, it's kind of fine. Like, because it's almost like that's the unwinding. It's like, okay, fine. Like yes. let your mind go, let it, move into different directions and then finally like once you've done that for 10 minutes and you've thought about all these different things it's like there's nothing left to think about so you get to just drop into that next level Joe Dispenza calls it taming your wild stallion mm. <clears throat> says your brain is a wild stallion and bringing it into theta is taming it and the fitter you get the more you meditate the quicker you can drop into theta mm. And so the trick really becomes dropping into theta and creating your reality. Now you don't have to use your imagination anymore and you don't have to use a rudimentary PowerPoint anymore. Now you can start using a virtual reality movie, mm. just like we did with Donald Trump, Zelensky and Christopher Reeve did mm. with the paraplegics. You know, and this so, um, actually, um, apart, from, apart from the idea of, of you like watching this future memory about yourself or, or this um, like 3D vision board, yeah. It's also that yeah. I think it's, it's the perfect tool to help you shift your state. Like I can imagine if you get up in the morning and you know, you're in front of a crowd or you are in a crowd or whatever the case may be, yeah. like it's also the perfect yeah. way for you to shift your energy state a bit um, than yes. just sitting in your house and trying to meditate. So I think that's, that's also really cool. Yes. I also think another application which might be something that develops over time is preparation for situations. Right, like if I think of that like New, yes. New York thing that you said, for example, like in front of this big crowd, mm. um, we know mm. that mental toughness, like a big part of mental toughness is the visualization component. And, yeah. and what they often as like a, what a mental coach will get you to do is to think about when you are in that last minute and the pressure is on. And like it's one thing yeah. to, to, to try and create it in your mind. Um, when you've done VR, like it's actually insane how it sucks you into that world. You know, mm -hmm. and I think there's going to be a time when you're going to completely lose like all sense of, of you being between worlds. Well, look, two, two things. One, Mark Zuckerberg always says is as soon you won't know the difference because yeah. the, the technology will be so real. 
And also, too, you've seen that stat. It's running around on Instagram. It says 34% increase in insurance claims for people breaking their TVs and lounges. You know, you've seen all those clips of people running into walls and breaking their dining room table all because they had VR headsets. So, yes, you can't actually tell the difference. You know, if you spend enough time in there, there's a thing here called Dreamscape in Dubai Mall. And then you go into this like space where you're with a dinosaur, like, right? And what they've done is that when you reach out to the dinosaur's whiskers, they've actually installed things that feel like the dinosaur's whiskers. So you go in there and you grab at the whiskers and whoa, you actually feel the whisker. So this is, this is us bringing technology into understanding quantum science and timelines. This is why that book that I was going to write is called Future Memories because our understanding of time is definitely changing. It's becoming more malleable. It's becoming some things take forever. Some things whiz past us like, it seems like there's like a new relationship with time. And so when we use technology, when we open spiritually, when we understand the theory of quantum science, the combination is obvious for me. It's like, wow, it's obvious that we must be using this combination mm. to help us increase our ability to create realities that we want rather, you know? I wonder if uh, Dr. Dispenza is using any sort of VR tech at the moment. I would imagine uh, he's a smart guy, but I would love to, once I've got the first MVP, is actually just get hold of him mm. and ask him if he wants to. I think that would be a and great you know what? idea. Do you remember? Do you know, yeah. But you know what's so funny? And I was actually saying this to my friend Sean, is on my first Mind movie, I put myself on stage with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm. And uh, I'm going to pitch him this idea and see if it happens. And then I'm going to bring up my first mind movie. I'm going to say, look, three years ago, I was my mind movie. I was standing with you on stage. And here I am telling you about something and maybe introducing you to one of his crowds. And uh, I'll be on stage with him. Dude, Who knows? dude, I love it. I love it. Um, I could definitely see that I would use it. Um, it excites me. Yeah. It excites me to think about it because, you know, there's, there's often, um, I remember working with a coach once and she um, she would ask me to like visualize all these things and like usually I'm okay like with that kind of thing but she would ask me to visualize you know um, a, it's like a certain animal or whatever like or like what kind of a symbol do you see when you think about X, Y or Z and it was really hard yeah. for me to see those things right yeah yeah. Um, yeah. and I kind of like the idea of being able to build it in one world but experience it in another world and it like in a state of theta in a state of theta yeah both yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah. No, I like it. I like it. Very, very good. Well done. Well done. Yeah, it, it really, thank it you really so much. Is, uh, it's a great yeah. intersection of the things that you are good at. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And also, and also, I want to do it for me. Like, mm. I was like, why can't I see my own reality? Mm. Why can't I create my own reality in a VR? Oh, hang on a second. It's not there. I need to build it. Yeah. And so, yes, it is a cross-section. And also, this whole podcast just took a left turn because we were not going to talk about this topic and now here we are talking about future memories. Synchronicities. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it is synchronicity. Yeah, yeah it, was a great, uh, it, was a, it was a great segue as my partner Eric always says. <laughs> yes. Brother, um, well done. Uh, it's really exciting to, to speak to you about this. I can see the excitement in you as well. Um, yes. It's yes, often, uh, like, often the best thanks. businesses are birthed when we scratch our own itch. So, mm. I, I, I yes. hope you, I, I wish you, um, all the, yes. all the massive, massive wealth so that you can have one of those yachts that are sitting in front of your Dubai apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> you Look, be, offline, yeah. nobody knows this, but <laughs> offline, every time I'm on a Zoom call with Eric, there's like 15 yachts going past my window because I live on the marina. And I'm like, these flipping people aren't working. Everybody's on holiday in this place. Here we are working, sweating. Um, but no, I don't want a yacht. No, no, I don't want a yacht. Hey, I'm going to take my money and I'm going to go and help all the dogs in the world. 
and I'm going to make dogs, uh, everybody in the world is going to know how smart, intelligent, and emotionally aware dogs are and treat them better. I suppose all animals, but actually dogs is, that's, that's what I'm going to do with my money. Mm. That's why I'm going to make money. I'm going to create super dog sanctuaries all around the world. Love it. Dude, thank nice. you so much. Um, we went in a different direction than I thought. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yes. I enjoyed the pitch session. Me too. Uh, next time we should have a few yes. shots. Maybe join us for the for the round, yes. and they can really grow yeah. you on your yeah. on your idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah I like that. But yeah, it was like really that. good. Thank you very much. Uh, so to everyone listening, uh, thank you so much for for tuning in. Um, we love that you spend some time with us, whether that is on your commute, if you are for some reason going into work. Uh, whether it's on your run, uh, whether it is uh, while you're doing the dishes. We really love for you to spend some time with us. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to help us spread the word and to get more people listening to the podcast is to leave a quick review on iTunes or on Spotify. Uh, We are on a mission to get 200 reviews this year. We are on about, I think, about 121 or so. So uh, it's, uh, it's been going well. We've been receiving lots of reviews. Thank you so much for that. And that really is it. Make sure to connect with us on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and we will see you again next week, same time, same place. Goodbye. Ciao.